good day, good afternoon, good afternoon, good evening. Because some of you are in places where it might just be night. Uh, good day. Uh, bonjour. Uh, ça va bien. Hope everybody's having a happy Saturday. Uh, I want to say a special shout out to all the fans. I got like a few messages today of people just saying how much they are enjoying um, the show. And some folks are actually playing catch up from last season. And um, I am so excited to be here with you guys again for another Cackle Tea. I have a special show, as always, I always have a special show for everyone. Um, so I have a special show for you today, uh, a special guest. And because of the time difference, you know, we had to kind of sort of change the time up a bit for the usual cackle tea. But that's okay because, you know, you are always flexible because you just absolutely love me, right? <laughs> I want to say a special good day to all of the folks in the islands, whatever island that you're locked in from. I want to say a special good afternoon to all my Caribbean people, my island massive, you know, or you're drinking our cacao tea, you know, my island massive, cheers to you. I also want to shout out my Canadian crew, uh, my North American crew, especially my Miami peeps who are always locked in um i have a special something for you guys the miami pips i have a special something for you at the end of the show today so stay tuned for that um i also want to shout out my cousin who celebrated her 50th uh yesterday so happy birthday goes out to claire uh wishing you a long life and many 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 more years to come it's tea time and we're ready to put on a show for you today i have in the building with me today uh, a, a man i met um fairly recently um it's probably been just about a year ago i met him um i was invited to uh view his production uh he is a musician he's an activist um but he's he's he does it so differently and and I like different, you know, I, he's not just another boring musician, you know, not that musicians are boring, but you know, like somebody trying to do it like somebody else. I found he stood out not because he's a black guy. He stood out because he's such an amazing talent. Um, he actually converted or, or I should say translated his album, the climb into an entire production with actors and i tell you like big name actors eh and he put on a show of his album and if you at the end of the show you did not want to get the album but something's wrong was wrong with you absolutely wrong with you and those of you who went to see the climb um with uh of course that's Dwayne forrest he is here with me in the building live and in living color and i want to say a special 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 good day to him and I, I mean he's in the lobby right now he's gonna come on in a little bit but um i'm happy i'm grateful that he's on here with me you know i have, I have like, like a superstar on my show right i mean not that i haven't had a superstar but he's a superstar on my show and he's all the way in holland right now and he decided that hey he wants to do this and um i i i'm happy to have Dwayne forrest here on my show today and don't forget folks guys when you come on make sure you shout out let me know where you're on you know people we're going to be coming on um bringing doing 
on in a little in two seconds. Um, but wherever you're locked in from, let me know. I want to be able to shout you out. I'm sure he'll be able to, he'll want to, you know, interact with you. And make sure you have your questions in your back pocket. Don't wait till the end of the show for you to start shooting the questions. Make sure your questions are in your back pocket and ready when I tell you to shoot so you can go ahead and ask questions. I can't promise he'll answer every single question, but I can promise that he'll try. Right? So I want to say a special, special, special hello and good day to Dwayne. Hello, Dwayne. <laughs> how you doing, man? I'm good. How, 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 how is the weather where you at? Man, it's actually, um, it's actually kind of, uh, it's, we're, we're in September, October weather, you know, snowy, not snowy, not quite snowy, but it's that cold right before that, you know, that kind of wet Holland cold, but it's beautiful. Nice sunsets, sunrises. It's good. Are you missing Toronto? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Give me another month or so. You know, I'll be missing. Yeah. Really? So, so mm. that's that. What usually happens when you go out? Yeah, it takes a couple of months. It takes a couple of months. I start missing thank mom. And thank you so very much to be uh, for being here with me. Yeah, no uh, problem. Uh, you, do you have your cocoa tea? Uh huh. In my in my Dutch mug. Can you see the can you see the words on that? Blend. Yeah, don't don't even try to read it. I've been I've been out here trying to read this language. Don't even try. Leave it alone. Is it like friend as in friend? Yeah. Good. Yeah. 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 Good. Dutch is not that hard, you know. I yeah. it's like complimento. It's like they mix up the the words how they sound mm-hmm. so uh, mm-hmm. but the spellings are like the the letters the stuff is mm-hmm. almost like in reverse but yeah. it's like, well, um are you learning the language I, i'm trying to pick up a few words while i'm here I'm only here for another week i've been here for a week and uh yeah so it's cool you know people are really nice and they'll, they're patient with you you know uh, it's just it's, it's hard at first but i feel like i can get it if i come back out here i can get it nice mm-hmm. awesome okay we got some people coming in uh we have okay. janet Saying hi, hi, how are you? Hi. Uh, so, um, Janice is actually in Dominica. We okay. have Connie Francis, who's locked in from Saint Martin. Uh, Saint okay. Martin. So you're lucky, yeah. yeah? You have, yeah. You have so here. Yeah, yeah. You we also <laughs> we have Martina, who's Martina Roya is locked in in New York. Wow. Uh, so building. Um, guys. Comments coming through, so I can shout you out and let you let the folks know where you're locked in. I, I don't mind shouting out people. I see somebody mm-hmm. hiding. I suspect she doesn't want to. Uh, we have some folks from Paris locked in. Wow. Hi, you. I see you. <laughs> um, so I want to shout out all the folks who are coming on and thanking them for being here with yeah. us. If you want to connect with Dwayne after the show, um, I've listed all his social media handles in the box above. So if you let me. See above yeah above so if you just click above you'll see all the links instagram he's on twitter he's on facebook so you can follow him you can um you can send him you know share share his music share his stuff he does like little movies and stuff mini movies of his of his am i saying it yeah you guys sound like a stalker or no no you sound like a you sound like a good friend oh good good right his little mini movies of his of his um, <laughs> and you can definitely um uh get a feel for it you know I, I like the fact that you put your stuff out there 
in the manner. I like the way you put it out there because it allows people to actually taste it before they actually eat the whole plate. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Right, exactly. Not every time I want to eat the whole plate because right. something right. new, you're not sure how it's going to taste. Right. I, I hear the name and you might say, but what is that? You know? Mm -hmm. uh, and you, or you might just hear um, that the chicken tastes really good. You know, there's one song in there that you really, really hear heard on the radio and you like and then it's just the song that you like and that's about mm -hmm. it. But I like the way you give snippets of it, little nuggets of it here mm -hmm. and there. And yeah, it yeah. gives us uh, a taste. So mm -hmm. go follow him on social media and, um, and you know, like his music, love his music, follow him and definitely share his stuff with your friends and your family. We got Dwayne here and I like to start my show every single time finding out who my guest is. I told you a little bit about how I know him, um, but I want to know who is Dwayne Forrest. Wow. <laughs> well, yeah. So uh, I'm a singer-songwriter from Toronto. Um, my parents are from Jamaica, but I was born in Toronto. Uh, I grew up in, uh, in, a, in a cool place uh, called Chester Lee, um, not far from the school where I, I met our mutual friend, Dwayne Murphy. And uh, yeah, and um, I didn't think I was going to be a musician. You know, uh, growing up, I wanted to be an artist, actually. I was really interested in, um, and I wanted to go to school at Sheridan and work for Disney. I, I do animation. Well, I used to, anyways. And um, but you know, growing up, my mom and my dad used to have all these like bashment parties in the basement, you know, and deep reggae playing, you know, and it was just it was just going into me, you know, what I mean, without me even knowing, it was just like I was just absorbing it, absorbing it, absorbing the music. And when I used to draw and stuff, I used to like to listen to jazz radio and, and classical radio. And so it was a weird mix of that and reggae and, and music just started happening. And I, I put down the pencil when I was kind of graduating high school um, and started playing guitar and, and started writing songs. Um, all the while, though, uh, uh, as I think you mentioned earlier, uh, I really have a, a big heart for marginalized people, people on the fringe, people struggling, um, especially because I grew up in a rough neighborhood, you know. And, um, and so I really wanted to do some charity work, you know, and uh, so I used to work for an organization that lived in the border of Mexico and Ciudad Juarez. We're going to get to that. Okay, okay. I want to I get into, into okay. that part of it because in your production, um, yeah. your album, yeah. uh, uh, yeah. I want to talk a little bit about later. It, it, there's a lot of, of, outside of Canada in there. So so I want to get into that uh, a little bit. Um, but before we get too, too deep into that, I want to know what, what exactly is, because you did mention, you know, the, the, the Bashman parties kind of like got you <laughs> into the vibe and stuff. Um, yeah. I, I grew up in a Christian home. So uh, loving music, um, yeah. like he's a little lucky derby and whatever, but yeah. you know, I didn't want to become a musician. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Who are some of the people who actually inspired you uh, to to say, "Hey, I'm gonna"? Because I'm sure your parents, or not necessarily your parents, but people probably said to you, "Musicians don't make money." You know, right. but who inspired you to say, "I'm gonna make that bold step and I'm gonna go for it"? Okay, so yeah, I grew up listening to it, but the, the step to actually start performing, that person was Jack Johnson. He's a Hawaiian-born singer-songwriter. I think he used to be a surfer. And he just kind of, he plays guitar and he just has like a really laid back voice. Cause I didn't think I could sing. 
because I, I just have, you know, I, I can't sing like Mariah Carey or something like that, you know what I mean? So I'm not like a singer, you know? So I didn't think that, you know, that would be my path. But when I heard this guy, I was like, man, he kind of sounds like me. And like, I was like, you know, people, people dig that because he's famous. The guy's famous. And I was like, oh, maybe I, maybe I can, maybe I can try this, you know? So I started to try to do one, two. And... There's hope for me. Hmm? There's hope for me, you saying. There's hope. There's hope for everybody. Yes. So I just started trying, you know, um, the first time it happened actually was at church. Because um, I used to play drums for our, our church choir. And um, one day um, there was, I can't remember why, but we were short on tenors, you know. So the choir director said, hey, listen, I need you to come sing. I was like, I can't sing. She said, yeah, you can sing. And she brought me up and she said, do this. And I did it. She said, look, you can sing. And that was the first time I said, you know, so, so yeah, and after that, like I said, I listened to Jack Johnson and the rest was history. I, I tried to take a stab at it, you know. Okay. So you went abroad. Mm-hmm. Why did you start traveling? I mean, you mentioned that you, you sort of share a, a, a love for wanting to help people. Mm-hmm. Was that the main reason why you started traveling? Mm-hmm. And I want to get into where you've been and what you've yeah, done. Yeah, okay, okay. okay. Oh, hopefully, hopefully you have time because there's been a lot of, a lot of places. <laughs> um, the first trip I did outside of Toronto, like like a trip trip, um, I went to, um, I did like a, a mission trip, quote unquote, uh, to the Native Reservations in Northern Ontario. And uh, I went with a team to basically put on like a summer camp for kids. And at the end of each week of the summer camp, we would go to each week, we, we would go to a different reservation. And at the end of each week, we would do a big concert. And I played drums for that. And it's a long story how I even got hooked up into that, but I went. And that was the first time I wasn't, you know, like, <laughs> I hadn't even played in bare feet in the grass, you know what I mean, in a park. And I was out deep, deep north, like, you know, yeah, like, so it was like mosquitoes were killing me. I had like I was the first two weeks I was wearing like you know those um what do they call it? like those bug nets like those suits yes, yes. And I had that suit on like <laughs> like I was in Star Wars huh? the ones, what's that the ones that they, you wear when you work in a in a in a high yeah that's like yes yes I was wearing that the whole time what is, called, what is that place that uh, uh there's a name for it another what is it called where where they wear I, I forgot the name you worry oh my god I, it's not it's at the tip of my tongue, anyways. <laughs> yes, anyways, yeah. So I had to, I wore that for like the first two weeks. It was like a crazy experience, but so it was about I think it was six weeks long. And when I came back home, like you know, in the in the first few weeks, there was nights I was crying, like I was so uncomfortable. There we we had we went like three four days without showering and like things like that because the pipes weren't working in one reservation. Wow. It was intense, yeah. Um, but at the by the end of it. I, I just couldn't go back to just normal job, like just working a job, living. I knew that I wanted to do work like that. Why is that? What, did something trigger trigger that? Yeah, I just felt like, you know, when you feel like, well, I don't know, not maybe not everyone has reached that yet, but when you feel like you just hit something that you know you're born to do. And um, that's how I felt, you know, and I was like, man, this is, this is why, this is one of the reasons, one of the reasons why I'm here. You know, um, to do this kind of work to reach people, to, to let love on people, you know, that are like on the fringes. And so after that, I, I wanted to get, I wanted more. I couldn't get enough. And then um, I, that's how the rest of the journey began. What exactly did this work entail? Like, besides just doing the ministry aspect of it, um, when you went out there, what exactly did you do? Like on, on this trip? Yeah. Yeah. Well, just, so, yeah. 
Yeah, so okay, so we would go, um, our home base was Thunder Bay. Wow, I haven't talked about this in a long time. <laughs> wow. So our home base was Thunder Bay, and uh, we would go there, we'd fuel up, um, get showers, and then we'd make a trip out to the reservation. And when we got to the reservation, um, the, the community leaders knew we were coming, and it was promoted to like kids in the, in the community that were coming to run like a summer camp. So the kids would all come sign up, and we'd run a summer camp, you know, like games, okay. um, sports, stuff like that, right? And then, um, um, and then at, and then at, and in the evenings, we would like hang out with different community leaders, and then we would do practices because at the end of the week, we would do um, at the end of the week we would do a concert, you know, uh, for the community. So, and that's what it was. And we, and week to week, it was like that in like the northern western part of Ontario, on the border there of Manitoba. That's how that's what it was. And we'd come back and shower and then do it again. <laughs> what did your parents do that? you wanted to take that route sort of my my mom's jamaican you know what she was saying (laughs) well yeah but she was super proud of me i want want to hear what she said (laughs) can't repeat it here but yeah i know but yeah she but she was super proud when i came back you know uh when i first started it because you know you know how it is right especially like you know like being like you know black folk um I was about to say, you're not white, you know? Yeah, you, you don't say, like, I, every... I'm scared to say it. Like, <laughs> I don't want to say it. I'm on the air. It's but, okay. You know. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, no, white people do this. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Because if yeah. we understand the cultures, I yeah. think if we both understand each other, you know, blacks, well, not just both, blacks, white, Asians, All color, yeah, yeah, yeah. understand that, hey, yeah. we're different colors, we come in yeah. different shapes. That's right, but, but we also have our differences, you know. That's right. That we just will not do. Like, yeah. like if you get a black kid going to a reservation or going to, you're like thinking to yourself, like, like is he white? Like, that's what? right. Like, what's going on? What's going on? No, my both my dad, both my dad and my mom cuss me out. My dad more than my mom, but uh, you know, because like you know, because you know the thing I was trying to explain to somebody the other day, you know. <clears throat> Like, like my mom and my dad coming from Jamaica, coming from where they came from. My mom actually was in the States first and came over. You know, we're, we're trying to, we're, we're just, as, as black folks, you know, we're trying to just get, get back to the correct and rightful place that we should be in, in society, you know? And like to, to go to, to forfeit getting a job or moving forward or getting a career and making those steps forward to do like missionary work, it doesn't make, it doesn't make any sense. You know, it really is. And I get, I get why they were like that. It doesn't make sense. I know, I know. My father, my father. If my father was alive, he'd probably get all technical with you and said, "Do you know that those missionaries were the ones that came and brought Christianity to?" That's Christ? right. That's right. <laughs> you know, that's right. Like, that's and, right. Father, and I'm sure your dad probably. <laughs> he's like, not. Yeah, he's smart. Like, right? Yes. you're stupid. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no. Yeah, trust me. I heard it all. I heard it all. And, um, you know, it's been like that for most of my life because I've always had this kind of heart, you know what I mean? And, um, uh, you know, like, but the, the idea is that I should be trying, you know, like, you know, get, get on my own two feet and get our family on my own two feet and, and get, uh, you know, get something prepared for like if I have kids one day or something, like get that going. But I'm going the other way. On the flip side of things, though, um, it's not just about having the heart, but it's about loving people. And, right, and right. love people. I know what we were taught and our culture and how we roll. But if you yeah. love people and that is the way you connect with people, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
connects people. Everybody yeah. has their own thing, their own way that they connect or their own way. Right. Of and that just yeah. happens yours, you know? Yeah, that's it, you know? And, and it's just what I was born to do, you know? It's one of the things I was born to do. And, you know, I know I knew from a long time ago that, you know, I might not have lots of things or, you know, I will, I do hope I'm rich one day, but just so I can give them anyway, right? Like, but I, you know, it's just, it's just like, I know, I've always known that it was always going to be this way. So I have no problem with it, you know? So, um, but yeah, that's it. So it's been an experience. Tell us about Genesis. Yeah. Okay. So about, um, wow, I think it's eight years ago now. Um, I started a charity in Honduras. So after this, uh, my time in the Native Reservations, I started to do the same type of work. I worked with like inner city Toronto youth, right? I did that for a while. And then from that organization called Urban Promise, they had Urban Promises in different parts of the world. So they had them in the States and then they had one in Honduras. Okay. So I went down and uh, they needed somebody to come down and help run a, a summer camp. And I spoke a little Spanish because I used to live in Mexico. I lived on the border of Mexico for, for like nine months. So I went down there and while I was down there, I noticed that most people uh, couldn't play any instrument. Um, they didn't know what colors you mix to make green, you know, um, never acted before, um, never learned any forms of dance other than what you could see like on, you know, like on TV or whatever. Um, and, I, and then I found out that most people, unless you had the money to afford a private education, you would never touch any of those things. It's just not in the public education. And I thought that was a travesty because one of the, one of the things that got me to got me through growing up in Chester Lee. Chester Lee used to be a really bad neighborhood. Um, you know, actually, it's a little rough right now, but it's going to be a beautiful place one day. Trust me. I was about to say like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But don't worry, it'll be a beautiful place, and, and you know, maybe one day I'll get back. I'll get back involved with that community because I think about Chester Lee. But um, yeah, so I grew up there, and it was rough, man. A lot of my friends got caught up in a lot of stuff, right? We've seen a lot of crazy stuff. We've seen violence and, and all sorts of stuff. But, you know, like when my friends would come and knock on the door, I'd be like, yo, Dwayne, let's go let's go do this bad thing. I'd be like, yo, I'm, I'm practicing drums. I don't know, I'm passing drum fills or I'm painting. They'd come by the door, I'd be like painting and you know, drawing. And so I just found that, you know, um, being exposed to those kind of arts, it, it, it changes you. It changes how you view the world. It changes how you interact with people. Um, and it starts to bubble things up in you, creativity, uh, possibilities, you know? It was a gift to me. I think it was a gift from God. So I think it was. I think it's something that I can use to help people in marginalized places, people struggling in different places in the world. I don't think it's the answer. For example, like a lot of people would want to just, like, you know, build, like, for example, build wells for water, right? Or things that you need, houses, stuff like that. And I think that's all important. But I think this is a very important thing that's overlooked. Um, education in the arts, exposure to the arts, exposure to expression, you know? Uh, it had, arts have free speech in it, expression, right? Creativity, it's all locked up in it. And so that's how I started Genesis. Um, so it was cool. I had the idea. I wanted to do it. I had no money. All I had was my first album. I had an album at the time, and I brought down some down with me. So I decided to just go and start playing shows. So this is actually how I started playing music, how I started touring. Because I was like, well, I need money. And I got this album, so let me do it. So I went out and I toured, and I told people, like, hey, listen, I'm trying to raise money for this project we're trying to start. And I tell people, like, you know, I need guitars, I need pianos. People brought guitars to my shows in Central America. 
they like gave me a guitar they were traveling with. Yeah, someone gave me a keyboard they were traveling with. Right? Yeah. yeah. And then doors started opening and I played all over Central America. I, I at first was doing it in the town I was in called Copan Ruinas. It's like uh it's where the Mayan ruins are and uh, in Honduras. And then first I was just playing there. And it wasn't really working, you know, the first few shows <laughs> the first few shows I was like making it was like twenty five dollars a night. Like that's how much they paid me. It was like so it's not gonna work. And I felt like giving up, I just kept doing was that? I just to eat. Just to eat. That's nothing. And even though the money is different down there, twenty five wasn't enough for what I wanted to do. But I just kept doing it, you know. And then um, got some money together. And then I went to the local school, and I was like, "Hey, listen, I'm giving free art. I did it all myself in the beginning. Each day I did something different. One day was visual art. One day was guitar. One day was drums. You know. One day was dance. And I said, "Hey, I'm doing this all out of this house. I rented this beautiful house. And I said, come to this house if you want to register." And I had 50 kids for the first semester, and that's how I started. Yeah. Nice. Okay, so you started Genesis, which is uh, in all, um, it's a nonprofit organization yeah. that helps you, you reach out. It's like an outreach program yeah. for young kids who mm -hmm. want to study arts and, and, and music and, and, and that sort mm -hmm. of stuff. Um, so, was that, is that what Genesis is built around? Just touring all over the world? Is that what you, your plan is? Or is it going to be more of a music thing and I'm going to use that to promote Genesis? How, how do the two? Oh, how does my music and Genesis work together? Yeah, okay. Good question. Um, if I didn't, if I wasn't doing Genesis or some sort of charity, I probably wouldn't be touring and playing music. You know what I mean? Like, it's it somehow... I don't know, it, it, it makes, like, I, I think it's important to do music, and I, I want to write the song I'm writing, and I want to talk about what I'm talking and share share it with people. But just to do that, just to kind of make money, to be, like, to be a famous artist, that, that doesn't interest me, right? But if, but once I figured out, like, well, I could do this and, and power a charity or power a, a movement or power some sort of act, then, then I was really interested. So I guess you would say music... It's music first, and this is this is birthed from it. This is coming because the music is the music is flowing into that. The music is, you know, making it happen. That's tough. I don't know if it's the chicken or the egg or you know, however they say that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I, I want to talk a little bit about the climb. Okay. Because that is how I kind of that was the first time I moved. That's right. The first time I met you. When was that? November, right? Like last year, November. Last year, November. Yeah. yeah. Your, your production mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. out well it, well it was actually uh, like a show mm -hmm. but it, it was feeding like you like to feed off of things i find eh? it was feeding off of your album uh, so tell me, let's start with the album and then we'll get into the entire production okay uh so the album of that production is called the climb uh, and uh yeah i wrote this album um basically i've been writing music about a story that a woman told me I met in Mexico. Beautiful woman. I told you that. What's that? A woman told you that story. Yes, the story. But no, not the whole story you saw. Not the whole story you I saw. What? Oh, okay, okay. Well, the story I saw, yeah. I was like, hmm. Is this Wayne story? No, yeah. she didn't. No, no, she didn't tell me that. She told me the story in the very beginning. So what she told me was that she's in. So my first album is called Apple in the Tree, but you don't know that album. The one you, or maybe I, I don't, I, but I, I've seen stuff. Yeah, about yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And so this one's called the climb. So I'm saying I'm climbing the tree, right? So apple in the tree. It's an apple. <laughs> so she's saying she's an apple in the tree. She said, she told me this in Spanish. She's an apple in the tree. But she's really high on the tree. And in the tree, there's many apples. And there's even some on the ground. But if I want to be with her, I have to climb. That's what she told me in Spanish. And um, it was during a time when I was, like, interested in her. And we were flirting and stuff. But I wasn't really making moves. You know what I mean? I wasn't really doing anything. I, I, I didn't have any money. I was a missionary at the time. So I didn't have money. I couldn't even afford, like, deodorant. Or, like, you know what I mean? Like, it was, like, no money. So I couldn't even take her out. But I really liked her. And so she saw that, but nothing was happening once it passed. So she told me that story. And it really stuck with me, you know? Um, I like the story. It seemed like she knows her worth and what she's worth and, and what my worth is. And so I started to explore it um, in music, um, the relationship between men and women and navigating that, you know? And so that's how the climb came about. But when I wrote the climb, um, I knew I wanted it to be a production. I wanted it to be a... You knew from then that you wanted it. Yeah, so only 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 my only my real fans that know me from the very beginning and that saw that first that first album, Apple and Tree, which I don't have anymore. One of the good one I don't I was gonna show you, I don't have one here. That album when you open it up, right? Um, the songs, instead instead of listing like, you know, one, two, three, four to ten of the song names, I put them in acts. It's like in a theater form. But, it, but I didn't do anything. I didn't do a production with that album. Well, where did that come from? What? what? Yeah, I just, I don't know. I just, I just, because I, I, I was seeing something. I didn't even know what I was seeing yet, but I was, you know, something was bubbling. I was seeing something. I didn't know that I was going to be putting on productions, right? I'm already working on a new one. I didn't know that was going to happen. But I love theater. Like, who, like I, I feel like not, not enough people are exposed to theater. I love it. I, I saw um, Fiddler on the Roof many, mm -hmm. many years ago, right? I was like, this is so sick, right? And so, I don't know, when I made the album, I just, I wanted it to have, like, that, some sort of theater story feel. And I even wrote, like, a little small short story on the inside of the album. That's not a part, that's not in any of the songs, you know, I just wrote it in. And I didn't, I didn't do anything with it. I didn't do a production really with it. Uh, when I released the album, I released it in a theater. And I had a, a basically, a concert in a theater, right? But um, I didn't take it to the level of production until when you saw the climb. All right, now you put on this production with, with with very little speaking yeah. um, how many nights did you run for did, did, did the climb run for uh but when you saw it, it was four but we did it again for you know do you have you heard of you know the toronto fringe festival yes yes yeah so we were in the fringe festival again and uh we did like i think 10 shows in that one that was in july wow uh how successful has the climb been where you're concerned yeah, really, really good. Um, so I, that's actually kind of why I'm here. I'm talking to you from Holland. So um, no, let me tell you, wait, wait, before you even go into that, when <laughs> I saw it, I was just like, like, oh my god, like I was so <laughs> in awe. Like uh, I'm very much into theater as well, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Little plays here and there and stuff. Yeah, yeah. When when Shamila invited me, she's like, oh, doing's in this thing. We gotta yeah. go, and then yeah. we get. To this, I, I just want to give my perspective, okay? Um, to my yeah. viewers, exactly what I'm talking about. So we get to this this place. It's like um, it's almost like a museum, kind of like the setting and stuff. And mm -hmm. we get there, and we're sitting at very small setting, mm -hmm. but packed, and like everybody, like mm -hmm. the show that night was sold out. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, so we, we get into this and then, then, you know, you see this, this mesh, this big mesh sort of curtain thingy yeah. from the top to the bottom. So mm -hmm. I'm thinking to myself, at some point it's going to come down and, you know, you're going to see the actors and whatever. And you're going to yeah. That's what's going through my head. And then the light comes on behind the mesh or behind mm -hmm. the curtain thingy. Mm -hmm. And the people start doing stuff. No, before that, before that, you introduce the show, you know, you, you say thank you, and then you start singing. But you you have this this I don't know what how to call it. The way you sing, like you you barely open your mouth. Mm. When you, all right. And I was like, yeah. ooh, that's sexy. You know, so yeah. I was like, I was like in the music and then and then yeah. you know um you kind of introduce the show you know um and then you see the actors they start performing in this light like yeah. it, and, mm. and it was just like i think probably there was probably six lines of talking in the entire thing <laughs> <laughs> there was yeah there was a if if even you know that, yeah but the way you told the story of the album of the actual event it mm -hmm. was very 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 intriguing to me at least mm -hmm. you know so much yeah, so yeah. That, that i stayed to watch it again and i'm mm -hmm. glad i stayed to watch it again because i picked up things that i didn't see the first, first time I that's, what people tell, that's what people tell me yeah, yeah. So it was it was very nice when i went mm -hmm. um there were certain parts that I don't think it's that I didn't get it, but you know, you kind of, kind of just went by. Oh, yeah. and you didn't like there were certain messages, you know, hidden messages here and there and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. you get the, you get the gist of it for the most part. But mm. what twice it was like it was such it was so refreshing, you know. And mm. I remember when Dwayne asked us, Dwayne's like, um, so are you guys gonna leave? And we're like. Uh, yeah, we're probably gonna go get something to eat. And he's like, "Well, you guys can stick around and wait for me, but we're gonna go on again." And I was like, oh, <laughs> "I don't want to watch it again." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah but, you know, I forgot that, that we did we did two shows each night. I forgot that. Wow, it was really packed. And that night, I didn't wait for another day. We went back to back. Wow, <laughs> wow, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, yeah we went back to back, and we and mm. we, we checked. We checked it out a second time, and mm -hmm. I remember the ride home. You know, we're talking about it, and I was like, "Oh, this part, and you know, and this part." It was yeah. almost like a movie, you know, right, yeah. right. Which is that's so good to hear. That's what I want because I, um, I love theater, right? I really love theater. I think people like, you know, I, I can see why people don't really watch theater because I, I find it when I watch a lot of it's too long, and you know, now we're in the movie generation, so. But um, but I love what I love how movies tell stories too, and so I, I'm trying to find ways to make them come together. You know, you like to um, marry things, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, everything, come on, everything is one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So 